0: You're listening to a special focus on breast cancer from Advances in Women's Health, sponsored by Lilly. Coming to you from the floors of ESMO 2019 in Barcelona, Spain. This is ReachMD. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. I'm joined by Dr. Randy Radunstadter, who's a researcher at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, who produced a new paper uh, recently and soon to be published, Called agreement between patients and oncologists on the severity of patients' symptoms and functions during a one-year follow-up after breast cancer treatment. Dr. Regensdottir, welcome to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: So, Dr. Regensdottir, can you talk to us about the study, what you were hoping to find, um, and what compelled the, the beginning of this study?
1: I'm doing research within the field of late effects of breast cancer treatment especially. And uh, This is a study assessing the agreement between uh, patients and physicians' ratings on the severity of symptoms and fun- functions in, in cancer patients. And what we did was that uh, patients rated their uh, symptoms and functions at the EORTC scale, which is you're probably familiar with, and the physicians rated on the CTCAE scale. And the scale goes from uh, not at all to very much at the symptoms. So we assessed at several time points during uh, treatment and uh, one year after treatment. And this on the poster is the assessment immediately after ending radiotherapy. And we assessed the fatigue, hot flushes, arm pain, breast pain and emotional and physical function.
0: And these are the primary post sequela symptoms that you've encountered?
1: Yeah, that was the uh, symptoms covered by the instrument we used in the study. So, and what we see is, for example, here with hot flushes, when the, symptoms, when the patient's symptoms increase, the level of agreement between patients and uh, physicians decreases. As you see here, uh, when, when uh, from 227 patients, 64 of, of them uh, rated the symptoms to be Quite a bit. Whereof uh, only uh, the physician only recognized 18 of these 64 patients. And when the symptoms came uh, to very much, um, 35 patients rated the symptoms as to be very much symptoms. And none of the physicians recognized this.
0: And so this is so counterintuitive because what you what you found is that the the higher the severity of symptoms post procedure or yes. post treatment the less agreement there was or less concordance there was between physicians and patients.
1: Yes, and we can see for several symptoms here for fatigue and hot flushes and arm pain and breast pain. You can see all the same pattern. Um, The agreement is, when the symptoms is uh, few, the agreement is rather 90%. When the symptoms come to a rating a, a little, the agreement is about 40%. And when it comes to quite a bit, it's around 13%. So um, the message is: is be aware of of patients' uh, symptoms when they uh, when they increase in severity, because uh, because they documented in in several research reports that that the agreement is poor. But uh, this is the first uh, one of the first who have. On the the, the research, this kind of research in in breast cancer patients. Mm. So it it goes with the other uh, cancer types. It's the same pattern, but it's important to to recognize and um, and take into the clinic uh, 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 that patients' voices also have to be uh, a part of the the clinical judgment, also to get uh, uh, registered in in the journals.
0: And it's a, I have to say, it's a very generous title that you provided uh, when you call it the agreement between, because perhaps a more (laughs) accurate but sobering title would be the disagreement (laughs) (laughs) between these two parties. What do you think, it's early yet, and there's more research to be done, I'm sure, but what do you think accounts for this disparity between severity of symptoms and agreement between physicians and, and patients? Why is it that the more severe symptoms come or become the the more disagreement there is, or the less acknowledgement there is from physicians. Again, it sounds counterintuitive. What do you think might account for that?
1: Well, uh, symptoms is a very uh, very subjective matter. It's, it's, uh, so um, it could be the the context where the patients are reporting their symptoms. They could uh, underestimate it in front of the the doctor. It could see I, I'm more healthy than I'm than I really am. Uh, it. Could be that there is a lack of time, and the, the, the physician had 't the time to, to, to ask properly so and the setting so, so, so it could be many explanations, but uh, this is what we are going to look more into, what could be the reasons for it, but but we know for, from from several fields that it, there is a poor agreement, so we have to uh, the, the learning outcomes so we have to take uh, home is that we have to use the patient's voice in, 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 uh, in, in describing their symptoms and, uh, and use it in, in the clinic together with uh, the clinicians, uh, judgment. So that's a take-home message. It.
0: Well, it's a great take-home message for us to part with for this interview. I really want to thank you for your time to give us a sense of, of this. Before we go, um, one last question for you. Obviously, this study was centered in your uh, home university. Yeah. Do you feel like this applies both nationally and internationally beyond uh, Norwegian borders?
1: According to the literature, yes. I, I think it's, it's uh, common uh, also uh, outside the Norwegian borders. Yeah, I think so. It would be generalizable to, to, to other countries as well.
0: Well, Randy, thanks again for your time. I really appreciate having you on, on ReachMD. Thank you very much. For access to this and other episodes, visit ReachMD.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to this special focus on breast cancer from Advances in Women's Health. To revisit any part of this discussion and to access other episodes in this series, visit ReachMD.com slash Advances in Women's Health, where you can join the conversation and be part of the knowledge. Thank you for listening.